Welcome to Our Best Moment, a show where we have conversations that guide you to create the extraordinary life you desire, full of purpose, belonging, and connection. We believe our best moment is now because it's the only moment we have. Let's embrace it, get curious, and walk together to explore what it's like to experience each moment in the fullness of who you really are. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Our Best Moment podcast, where we talk about how your best moment is now, because it is the best one that you have, because it's the only one that is within your control, within your power. Maybe there are certain things that are outside of your control right now. Yeah, I get that. But we talk about how to navigate those. We talk about how to navigate the uncertainties of life. The things, the curveballs that come along, that catch us by surprise, and how we work through those, how we make those our own, because we can't control everything. But what we can control is how we respond to things. So anyway, after that little rant, I'm your host, Patrick Murphy. So happy to be here. Thank you so much for listening. And today, we are going to talk about overgiving. And this came up actually in a client session that I had that I led this morning uh, with a an amazing client of mine who is building this incredible business, but he keeps overgiving. He keeps trying to prove himself over and over and over again, and he's undercharging for his services, and his services are unbelievable. You know, there's stuff that you know, he's charging $5,000 for that he could literally be charging $50,000 for. And this is creating this disconnect and it's creating resentment. It's creating overwhelm. It's creating burnout in his life. And that got me thinking, huh? Yeah, I kind of do the same thing sometimes. <laughs> Guilty as charged. And so that's what we're going to dive into today. So often, the things that my clients are going through, I'm actually going through as well. I might just be a step or two ahead. And that is the interesting thing about our lives, right? Is whether it be clients, whether it be um, relationships, especially relationships, but almost any relationship is going to be a mirror for ourselves in some way, shape, or form that says, hey, I'm going to shine a light on your blind spots. Do you have the awareness and the willingness to look at them and sit with that discomfort and actually see that as an opportunity to expand, an opportunity to heal, an opportunity for growth, or you're going to turn a blind eye to it, go back to the same old coping mechanisms that you use and continue to kind of complain about things. Also guilty as charged sometimes here and there. But in this case, I'm realizing I'm like, oh, damn. Yep. This is an absolute mirror. Because one of the things that I have struggled with so often in my life is recognizing my own gifts, recognizing my own greatness. Because there's so many things that come so easy to me and I discount those, but they are these big aha moments 
for others. It's the stuff that others need. It's the gold, the wisdom that others need that I have. And also, just by the way, you have this too. That's what we're getting at right here. The stuff that comes easy to us. It's so easy for us to discount our gifts because we're so used to living them every single day. And so the loop that I continually get in is raising the bar higher and higher. Um, So I'll just, let's get to some examples, some actual examples here. Back when I was doing advertising sales, I was working for the Wall Street Journal and I was, you know, 26, 27, living in New York City, and I would be prepping for client meetings. And most of the time for most client meetings, there'd be some sort of slide deck involved. And I would sit there and just obsess and loop over and over and over again, trying to make the deck absolutely perfect. And what that looked like was I would sit there and I would be trying to think of every single question, every single objection, every single possibility of something that could come up in the meeting that, um, you know, that I would get asked and then, you know, and so I would be sitting there and putting slides in this deck or even just taking notes of like, okay, well, if I say this, then they're going to say this. If I say this, then they could say, then they could object in this way. And this would go on for hours. It would go on for days. And I would obsess over these decks and put so much time and energy into them only to get into the actual client meeting, get two slides into it, and then not touch the slide deck for the rest of the meeting. Because we got into such a great conversation that led to the gold, the discoveries, the core client problems that they were having that we had solutions for. And I simply just spoke to them. And the deck and all of that time that I would spend obsessing over every little question they could ask, 99% of that stuff never came up. And it was rooted in this belief of I'm not good enough. I have to prove myself over and over and over again. I'm not good enough. And so I have to go in and, well, this is another piece. This is another piece of the puzzle. So I, because I had this core belief of like, oh, I'm not good enough. So I have to just go in and then the other piece is, and just blow them away. I got to blow them away every single time I meet with them. I got to blow them away. I got to come up with something new, something amazing, something that is going to just wow them every single time. When the reality was that walking into that room or those rooms time and time again, if I had just shown up and given 50% of my true knowledge, my true capability, true capabilities, that was generally enough in the moment. But I wasn't satisfied with that because of this core belief of, nope, I have to prove myself. I'm not good enough. And I got to blow them away. So it kept me in this loop of perfectionism, which is simply just rooted in shame, right? I mean, the, the phrase that I've been using is, I'm not good enough. I am. 
the most powerful words you will ever say in your life come after any time you say, I am. And so going back to shame, I think I've probably already talked about this in a previous episode before, but I cannot repeat this enough. There's a difference between shame and guilt. Guilt is, I did something bad. Shame is, I am bad. So begin to watch your I ams. Begin to see what words you are saying to yourself or to others when you say, after you say, I am. So yeah, going back to these client meetings, you know, got to blow them away. And it was just this perfectionist loop was, and still is sometimes, so exhausting, so unbelievably exhausting. And I would then get into these loops of overgiving. And and half the time, it wasn't even actually overgiving. It was just overworking because all the stuff that I was putting into these client decks and all the time I was spending on, you know, brainstorming every single question they could out. I'm, I'm not actually giving anything to them. I'm just looping myself. So in this case, sometimes it wasn't overgiving. There were other times, and this still ends up being the case sometimes, where it absolutely was overgiving because the core story... Still, sometimes it's like, oh, I'm not enough. Okay, well, I've got to do this. I've got to do this other thing. You know, I I have uh, lately I've been working on just letting my client sessions just be what they are. You know, not everybody has to have this massive breakthrough in every single session. And my my girlfriend and I actually have this joke um, because... So like, you know, when we first started dating, like first few months, like I, you know, she'd be like, how was your day? And I would be like, oh, I had therapy or I had a coaching session where, where I, with my coach. And I would say, oh my gosh, I had this huge breakthrough. And week after week, it would just be huge breakthrough, huge breakthrough, huge breakthrough. And then finally one time she was like, you realize you have huge breakthroughs in every single session, right? And I was like, oh, dang it. You're right. And what that was indicative of is just chasing this high, chasing this peak experience, chasing this sense of heightened nervous system that my body and my psyche had gotten used to from, let's say, past childhood trauma and just the conditioning of my life, the conditioning that I grew up in, that I continue to chase that high. Instead of just being able to let things be, to let certain things be enough, to let myself be enough. And that is a challenge. That's still a challenge that I work, you know, that I have to work through every single day. Because the fact of the matter is, is that life is made up, 99% of life is made up of just the mundane moments, the everyday moments. Like, I, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Soul on Disney. If you haven't, well, I don't want to say stop everything, go watch it now. Finish this podcast episode, uh, leave a review, and then go and watch, <laughs> then go and watch Soul. Either way, If you haven't seen it, put it on your to-do list to watch Soul. If you have seen it, 
rewatch it. Because there's this unbelievable, well, spoiler alert, first of all. So if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert. Maybe fast forward 30 seconds. There's a scene in the movie where there's just these flashes of just kind of the mundane moments of life. And it kind of crescendos into this, just one of those core quotes from the movie of, that's just everyday living. And that's what I've been working on lately. It's just everyday living. Not having to constantly prove myself. Not having to, you know, battle every single day with this, you know, kind of core belief that is shifting of like, oh, I'm not good enough. Not having a battle, not having to work every single day to be like, oh my gosh, I've got to blow my clients away every single time, every single session. Because the fact of the matter is, what I have been doing is bypassing. By chasing these highs, by chasing these peak moments, that's bypassing. Because I hadn't left time for integration. I had not left time to come down from that experience and actually integrate it into my life to where I take a different shape. I take, I move forward with a different way of being. You know, yes, I have the theoretical knowledge. I'm pointing at my temples right now, at my brain. I've got the knowledge up here in my head but it hasn't been fully embodied yet. It hasn't actually dropped down to my heart, through my nervous system, through every part of me. And this is actually a core piece of somatic work. So I'm a somatic coach. Somatics is rooted in the body. It's mind-body connection. And it's rooted in getting us back in touch with our bodies, with our intuition, with the core wisdom that lives within all of us. So yeah, I've done a lot of bypassing, y'all. I've done, I've, I've done a lot of bypassing. And we all do it. We all do it. It's, it's kind of this, you know, okay, well, even if you know what to do, you're not showing up that way every single time. Hopefully, you're showing up that way most of the time. None of us is going to get it perfect. But if you're not showing up, if you're doing it, let's say, less than 50% of the time, well, there's probably some, you know, there's something embodied. There's a part of your nervous system that just tracks to that old way of being, that old conditioning that is like, oh, okay, well, here's this trigger. We're going to react in this way. And that's what I'm shifting from, all right, I got to blow them away. It's got to be this really amazing, you know, session or whatever that might be. And just letting things be, letting things flow. So bringing this back home to the burnout and the overgiving. So I have actually, I've absolutely experienced this before. My client that I was working with this morning currently experiencing this because he's undercharging himself he's undervaluing himself and he's overgiving and continually trying to prove himself over and over and over again and that's what i was doing in in the past you know with that you know with 
it's it's I gave you an example, but that same example probably happened 150 different times where I am sitting there thinking, okay, I've got to blow them away, got to prove myself and putting just overworking everything. And so my question to you is, how can you just let yourself be enough? That's the big question, right? But let's break this down. Specifically with overgiving, there's three things I want you to watch out for in order to spot it. Number one is exhaustion. Number two is frustration. And number three, and this is probably the biggest one, is resentment. So if you pause right now for two seconds, I mean, if you're driving a car, do not pause. Keep driving. But pause and just tune in and ask yourself and go with the first thing that comes up because the first thing that comes up is absolutely true. If you just ask your body, if you ask your heart, just take a deep breath, put your hand on your heart, ask yourself, where am I overgiving? And see what comes up. Or ask yourself, do I have any resentment that has been unprocessed or maybe you haven't looked at? Ask your body right now. Ask your heart. Is there any resentment there? that I need to look at and just go with the first thing that comes up because it is going to point you straight at areas where you're either overgiving or you need to set more boundaries around. They're probably one and the same because if you're overgiving, then it's highly likely you need to set boundaries around your own time and your own energy. The flip side of that might be, well, you need to set boundaries with somebody else, which is a whole different ballgame. But tune into the areas in your life where you feel resentment because they're going to lead you straight to the areas where you are overgiving. And when you start to put the proper boundaries around your own time, your own wisdom, your own talents, your own gifts, you're going to see that resentment lift a little bit. That's the thing. My client, if he was, I actually asked him, I was like, if you were charging $50,000 for this, do you think you would feel as exhausted right now? And immediately he was like, nope, not at all. Because that's the true value of what he's giving. And here's the thing. It's not always just about money. A lot of times it's about time. This actually, this goes with friendships. This goes with family where there's no money being exchanged But there is energy being exchanged, the energy of your time, the energy that you are putting into a friendship where you are not getting as much in return as you should for that friendship to truly be in equilibrium, for that friendship to truly be an exchange that feels good for both of you. So, yeah, what areas your life? Do you feel resentment? Who are the people in your life that you feel resentment towards? And the other piece to this is, is there anywhere where you maybe feel some resentment towards yourself? So check in with that as well. Do you feel any resentment towards yourself? 
Because that could also point to where you're not showing up in alignment with your values. You're not showing up in integrity with the life that you want to live. And resentment will point you straight at those places that need to be shored up. So ultimately, y'all, we all deal with this at some point. Like there's no one's going to escape some form of everything that I'm describing here. We all overgive in some area of our life at some point in our lives. And that's okay. That's okay. We are human after all. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to have blind spots. We're going to overgive. But the question is, how long are you going to keep overgiving before that resentment and that exhaustion turns to full-blown burnout? Where that resentment maybe blows up in a way that is just not healthy for the relationship and maybe damages it for a time or maybe damages it permanently. This is the price we pay. And so if you can turn, if you can tune into that resentment right now in this moment and take the steps to resolve it, to say what you need to say, to protect your time and your energy better, to charge what you should charge for your gifts, for your business, for your expertise. Take those steps now and you're going to save yourself a whole lot of heartache down the road. Whole lot of heartache. You're also going to save some other people a lot of heartache. And that's what's tough sometimes about setting boundaries is there is this fear that comes up of, well, but if I actually set this boundary or if I charge what I'm supposed to charge, well, then the client will leave me. Okay. Yeah, that's hard. Don't get me wrong. It's really hard. But that could also open up the space for a new client to come in that will pay you exactly what you deserve based on your expertise. It could ruffle some feathers with a friend, but it is, I mean, it sounds cheesy, but it's short-term pain for long-term gain. Maybe it's not pain, it's short-term discomfort for long-term gain, for the health of the relationship overall. So tune in, take some time today, See what areas in your life you're overgiving. See where that resentment lies and just follow it. It's a really, really brilliant emotion and it leads us to these blind spots. It leads us to the areas where we're overgiving. So if you have any questions about this, if you want to talk more, please reach out. I love, love, love hearing from you. When I do hear from you, it very often gives me ideas for future episodes. So if there's something you want to hear about in the future, please reach out. If there's something that's resonated with you, please reach out and tell me how it's resonating with you, how it's impacting you, and how it's changing your life. I love hearing your stories. And they're absolute gold. It's just, it's magic that we are creating together in this Our Best Moment community. Because when one of us changes. When one of us evolves, that is what is needed in this world. That is what your community needs. We all we all benefit when one of us shows up and says yes to ourselves, yes to our evolution, yes to 
the self-actualization into our greatest gifts, our greatest potential. It's really amazing. Truly, I believe. It's absolute magic that happens. So go create some magic today. Go create some magic by shoring up the areas where you feel resentment. Go create that magic all. You are absolutely capable of doing all of this. And if you don't feel like you're capable, reach out. Let's have a conversation. Let's have a conversation about how we can get you there. Again, I love hearing from y'all. And last but not least, ask a little favor. I ask this every time. If this episode helped you, please hit subscribe. And also please leave a review. Please leave a review. Leave a comment, whether you're listening on Apple or Spotify. I would love, love, love it because this is going to boost this show. It's going to bring it to more people. And if it helped you, there's somebody else out there that it also can benefit. As always, you are worth it. Always. Remember that. Thank you so much for listening. Cannot wait to see you all next week. I'm not sure what we're going to talk about, but it's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. And as always, yeah, just reach out. Uh, Thank you so much for listening this far. And yeah, go create some magic.